Welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical AF. Today I'm going to be talking about brain science and some of the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet, <laughs> but everything that I'm going to talk about is directly from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you know who Dr. Joe Dispenza is, if you listen to Dr. Joe, then you know that your thoughts really create your reality and your personality creates your personal reality. So if you believe that the way you think has some effect on your life and you think the same thoughts every day, then you are continuing to create your reality by the thoughts that you continue to think. Dr. Joe says that they've done research to show that 90% of people think the same thoughts that they did the day before. So you think the same thoughts that you did yesterday. That's insane. That's amazing. So if you want change in your life and you're thinking the same thoughts that you did yesterday of, oh, this is my ex's fault. Oh, this is my ex-wife's fault. Oh, this is whatever's fault. You're not creating the reality you want to create because you're using memories from the past. Would you agree that if you're not being defined by some vision of the future, then you're going to be living by memories of the past? And that you will be predictable in your life if you continue to work and function on these memories of regret and guilt and shame and unworthiness. The brain is a record of the past. And if you're not creating a new future, it's possible that you believe more in the past than you do about the future. That's fascinating. And it's so real and it makes so much sense. I mean, to me, it makes so much sense. And I'm sure it makes sense to a lot of you who are listening to this podcast. The research on memory says after a period of time that 50% of what you remember or 50% of the story that you tell about your past isn't even the truth. You're reliving a miserable life. You're reliving miserable moments simply because you want to recreate the emotions that come from that. You want to recharge those emotions. You want to feel like you want to complain. You want people to feel bad for you. You want people to get on the same wagon as you and be like, yeah, what they did was wrong. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done this exact same thing. And it makes a lot of sense to realize that the story that you create sometimes some of it may not have even happened and that your memories of it are not real case in point whenever i applied for my passport i created a whole memory and got completely stressed out about my birth certificate because when you apply for your passport you have to send in your original birth certificate and i went to the dmv i gave them my birth certificate and i came home and i instantly thought oh, I'm going to put my birth certificate back in this little like box that's my grandfather's that I keep all my important papers in. And I totally created the memory that I did that. And then the next day, I went looking for my birth certificate for something, for some reason. And I was convinced. I had told myself, I know I put it in that box. That's the box I always put it in. I know I put it in there. And of course it wasn't in the box, but I had created an entire memory of leaving the DMV, folding the, folding the birth certificate back up, 
into my pocket and placing it in this box that it never was placed in. And when I called the DMV and was like, hey, I was there yesterday. What's going on? Um, why do I not have my birth certificate? The lady was like, because you gave it to us and we have to send it off. And I was like, I totally created a memory that never happened. And of course, that's just a small example, but we clearly, we are creating memories. Half the things that we remember aren't even the truth. So most people say that 5% of their conscious mind is what they're working with. And if you want a new relationship, you want a new job, or you want to be healthy, that 95% of who we are is subconsciously programmed into the past. And that our thoughts and our programs about health and our body and money are all subconscious programming from the past because the body is programmed into the past. So if you teach a person how to be defined by a vision of the future instead of the memories of the past, then they would have to really start thinking differently. You have to be aware of those, of those unconscious thoughts and patterns. Someone told me today, whenever they started to feel like they were scared or you get that tight feeling in your chest and in your gut that her exact words were, I'm not a scared little girl anymore. I'm a grown woman and I feel scared and I feel this tension and tightness in my chest because that's what I programmed myself to do when I was little. And now I don't have to do that anymore. So that really resonated with me um, because sometimes we go through things every single day that we don't talk to anybody about because we want to deal with them by ourselves. And if you're making those choices and you're creating that vision of the future by using memories of the past of, oh, I've always done it this way, I'm going to continue to do it this way, then you have to start thinking differently. You have to start creating different choices and start making different choices. That's the only way that you're going to break these habits. And that's the only way that you're going to grow and it will be uncomfortable because it's something that you've continued to do for so long that you feel comfortable in those motions. You feel comfortable in that energy and your body's going to start being like, why are we doing this? What are you doing? <clears throat> I even woke up this morning specifically and woke up about tw you know, 20 minutes before I actually needed to really be up and because I'd found a paper, a sadhana, which is a daily practice in kundalini yoga that I had done from for the past like three years. I, I did this daily practice for I did this daily practice for 17 days and I met the love of my life because I literally loved myself. And I continued to do it for a long time after that. And sometimes I would do it for 40 days and sometimes I would do it for 90 days. And I started that practice back up again today and I really felt different. Like I felt so aware of my of my programmed thoughts and reactions and responses to things and really addressed them and looked at them in the eye, looked at that shadow and was like, okay, this is, I'm aware of this. I see that this is something that I'm doing and I'm not going to do that anymore. And in that exact moment, I was like, I can never go back. I never want to go back. So that was a really profound moment. And, and I mean, I'm not, I'll be the first person to tell you, I am not a dedicated 
day in, day out, eat the same thing, wake up, do the same routine type of person. I can't stand it. I fucking hate it. I cannot do that. Um, but I'm going to try to wake up every single day and I'm going to do this kundalini uh, exercise that I've been doing. And if you want to find out more about it, email metaphysicalaf at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to send you this information because it's really, it's really like amazing and energetically boosting. I did not need coffee today and I don't need coffee. I love drinking coffee because I love, I love the taste of coffee. I love the whole act of making coffee, like making tea. I use a French press. I love the whole process of it. And I love like a warm, you know, a warm drink in the mornings, um, to get ready with and, and just have that moment in time. And today I didn't, I didn't really want coffee. I was like, I have so much energy. I mean, you start the Kundalini exercise with breath of fire. So side note, if you're on your moon cycle, women, ladies, whoever, if you're on your moon cycle, you cannot do breath of fire. You should not do breath of fire because it can result in you having lots of, it's just not good to do it when you're on your moon cycle. So if you're not on your moon cycle, you just skip, or if you are on your moon cycle, you just skip that part of, of the, of the exercise. But going back to what Dr. Joe was saying, if you get a person to stop talking in a certain way, they have to start staying away from certain experiences with certain people as well. And those experiences can be things that you're creating in your mind. So you have to examine your emotional state every day. And you have to stay conscious. You have to stay conscious of those of those thoughts, of those experiences, of those patterns. So if the body's been conditioned into a familiar past, the body has become the mind of the past. And if the body's been conditioned into a predictable future, the body has to become the predictable future. So if you respond to the same familiar thoughts the same way, you're going to be creating the same behaviors and the same experiences and produce the same emotions. And when you say this feels right, this feels good, you are putting yourself into a situation that you're just staying comfortable. And we want you to not be comfortable. We want you to grow. We want you to be experiencing life and experiencing joy and being in the flow of not knowing what is going to come next, but being 100% totally okay with that. So Dr. Joe specifically says, this is something I wrote down that just stood out to me so much. If your personal reality, no, if your personality creates your personal reality, your personal, your personality is made up of how you act, how you. One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere right from your phone or your computer. 
When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. If you're like me, you have a partner whose love language is giving gifts, and you can feel insecure about not being able to find the best gift or finding a gift that someone will really love. But if you can Google simple gifts under $50, which I'm sure we all have, you'll find a gift that both people in the relationship will love and you can really appreciate together. With over 200,000 satisfied customers, Ballsy is the cure to your insecurities about gift giving. Ballsy makes everyday products that all people can talk about. Ballsy focuses on care below the belt, and they've partnered with us to let you give gifts and products to the man in your life that you love with all natural plant extracts and essential oils. The first gift set is going to be the I'm Nuts About You gift set, which comes with activated charcoal, ball wash, the Nut Rub Solid Cologne, which has six fragrances, the Sack Spray, which is portable deodorant spray that's perfect for your guys' gym bag and if you have to run somewhere and there's just not time for a shower. That is amazing. And as I said earlier, it's only $45. It's under 50 bucks, and when you use the code META20, you're going to get 20% off. That's code META20 to get 20% off of your gift set for your bay. Feel and how you think. Then the present personality called you has created the present life, which is your personal reality. But if you begin today to over time to be conscious of your unconscious thoughts, you become aware of these automatic behaviors about how you act and how you speak and how you think. And you will look at your emotions and you'll say, wow, I didn't know that this was guilt or this was fear. I just thought this was me my entire life. The more conscious you become of the unconscious states of mind and body, the less unconscious you'll go during your day. So most people try to create a new personal reality, a new life as the same person and as the same personality. And that doesn't work. That's why you haven't really manifested what you want because you haven't changed your personality. And we're not saying like, oh, you have multiple personalities. Like a lot of the time, you know, this, this really brought up a lot of triggers for a lot of people whenever I started to read this and I could, I could hear the, the aspects of people being like, oh, if you change your personality one day, then like you just have multiple personalities. No, that's not the case. You can change who you are. You can be whoever you want. If you are living with patterns and doing things that are creating a reality that you don't want, change your personality. You have to become someone else and you can become someone else because 95% of who we are by the time we're 35, is a set of memorized behaviors, 
automatic emotional reactions, perceptions, attitudes, hardwired beliefs, automatic programs, and unconscious habits that are functioning automatically like a subconscious computer program. So you're literally functioning like a program on a computer and it's just running. In order for you to change, you have to change the operating system. And this is something that I've spoken about in my own workshops and retreats that made me so, made me feel so good to hear Dr. Joe Dispenza say this exact same thing. I said, upgrade your OS to a (laughs) hundred. You have to get into the operating system where these programs exist and become familiar with them. You can't run and hide from them. Face, face these things. Face why you do the things you do. Face why you post the things that you post. Face why you talk to the people that you talk to. As you begin to observe these thoughts and you become more aware of these thoughts and actions, you notice the feelings and all of a sudden, you're no longer immersed in this program. You're aware of the program. You're like the artificial intelligence that is aware that it is intelligent and then starts to change its shit. You're conscious and you're aware. And if you meditate, you to meditate means to become familiar with. So the more familiar you become with, I can't, it's too hard, I'll just do it later, I want to do it tomorrow, I want to go to sleep, the more aware you are that there is a force standing in the way between you and what you really want. You'll listen less to the voice in your waking life. And you'll listen more to your consciousness. If you wake up and you say, oh, wow, like I've gone through half my day and I haven't complained about anything. And you see someone that you normally would complain to and you're like, oh, my God, I just want to grab that woman. I just want to complain about something. It is so common to try to connect with people by complaining. And that's not the connection that we want to make. We don't want to make those neurological connections of complaining to people. we want to make those connections of joy and happiness. We don't want to make connections based on suffering because we are wired to create. So why would we want to create more suffering? You don't have to try to create. You do it. Yoda says, there is no trying. There is only doing. And if you try to change something, you're not ever going to change it. You have to do it. You have to go beyond the memories of your past and all the things that you associate with it to create the future that you want now. You've got a great idea and you think that it will make you happy. You think that if you are in love, you'll be happy. You think that if you're wealthy, you'll be happy. All of a sudden, you you think that and you turn on the creative centers in your brain. And it turns out that that frontal lobe is the one that's in charge. So the frontal lobe has all the connections to the other parts of the brain. And when you ask that question, it has to be answered. Thoughts are intentions, thoughts are vibrations. They have to fulfill their intention. So it looks out, the vibration looks out and sees what raw materials you have. And this is so this is so amazing. You only have a few things, knowledge you've learned and experiences that you've had. So you begin to call up different networks of neurons and you piece them together and you're giving your body that energetic boost. Everybody has done this. Everybody has an idea where you start talking about something and you just become possessed by it. You start writing down all the choices that you need to make to make this thing happen, all the goals, everything you write down. Everything you start to feel 
has more and more emotion and you're assembling more of the future. So your brain doesn't know the difference in an event that you've experienced or an event that you fabricated in your mind. And it's, remember, the research on memory shows that 50% of what you think about isn't even the truth because you don't have the same brain because your brain is changing every single day. You're unlimited. You are unlimited and there are infinite possibilities to this. So ask yourself, what are you going to do today? How are you going to change your thoughts to be and manifest what you really want? Because you don't have to be afraid. You can feel uncomfortable. You can feel a tightness in your chest. You can feel intense pressure on your third eye. But sit with it. Be with it. Don't be afraid. Because you're never given more than you can handle. And if you want to cry, do it. If you want to laugh, do it. This is what your healing looks like. And there's no one that can tell you that your healing needs to look a certain way. Set your intention and feel the vibration of intention growing through you. Growing through the collective consciousness. And you will experience an enhanced state of gamma brain waves, which is the highest level of cognition, peak awareness, and memory recall. If you're going to create matter to matter in a three-dimensional reality, this is how we have to get things done. You may think like Newtonian physics says that in a three-dimensional reality, everything has to be predictable, that you have to do a cause and effect to get something. You have to work hard to get the car. You have to do this to get love. I have to work. I have to save money. I have to do all these things. That's Newtonian physics, and that's the three-dimensional reality. We are now playing by the rules of the quantum reality. And there's an infinite amount of time because time is eternal. Time is a construct. There are an infinite number of things equal to your thoughts. The quantum is time eternal and all possibilities exist in the present moment of the quantum. Ask yourself every day, what are the infinite possibilities that this will come to me? What are the infinite possibilities that, and then finish the sentence. In the quantum, anything is possible. It's no different than looking at the elevator and seeing mirrors of yourself everywhere. There's an infinite number of possible realities. There's an infinite number of you. In the quantum realm, because it's non-local, we have to actually create not with our bodies. We have to disassociate from our bodies. And we can enter the quantum field, but we have to enter it as no body, no one, no thing, nowhere, in no time, and change the electromagnetic sing- signal that you're broadcasting. This is fascinating information. And if you read or listen to, you can find many, many talks by Dr. Joe online. There is a course that you can watch on Gaia called Rewired. Hopefully, Dr. Joe will be a, a guest on our podcast soon. <clears throat> We have reached out. We have asked. We definitely want to talk to him, um, especially about Reiki and quantum quantum entanglement, quantum physics, and how Reiki really puts you into this state of receiving to where you can really receive what you're wanting. Um, 
Nothing has to be wrong with you for you to do Reiki. You can give yourself Reiki anytime. And if you feel like everything is going right, give yourself Reiki. This shows gratitude for your gifts and your unique channeling abilities. Have you ever heard someone say when you're crying, be quiet or, you know, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about? This was a Michael uh, Beckwith quote. When you actively channel Reiki, the universe is saying, oh, you're grateful? Let me give you something to be grateful for. When you express gratitude, the universe wants to give you more. And people naturally want to give to other people. When you have an abundance of something, you want to give. That is natural human nature. And if you don't want to give, you have some deep shit that you need to work through because you're in a scarcity brain. You're in scarcity mindset. You think giving to other people is making you have less. Just because other people are healthy doesn't mean you have to be sick. Just because other people are rich doesn't mean you have to be poor. That's not how this universe works. There is enough for everyone. There is abundance for all. Drink a lot of water. Because we're going to go through a cleansing process for the next 21 days. This podcast has been infused with Reiki. And you sitting here and listening You are receiving quantum vibrations directly into your into your being. So take a breath, get some rest and give your soul what it really needs. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.